Welcome to Are We Convinced, the podcast where we dive deep into the strange, the funny, the serious topics that have captured our attention throughout the week. I have the worst angle possible. We're, we're not in our usual positions. I'm lying in bed and you're you're at a completely different angle. We can see your full face now. Can I, can I start with a rant about like Apple and MacBooks? Because my other, my mouse didn't work and all, all the rest of it and I brought my laptop out but you know the way they've changed everything now and you can't just plug USBs in you have to buy like an extra connector so I was running around trying to find connectors see for my mic it's a USB one so I literally have the connector in my Mac at the minute yeah I mean I've lost at least two connectors so I'm just stuck with the the MacBook webcam I went which is delightful. see whenever I bought see because I, I bought this laptop for university so I was like you know what I'm gonna buy all the Apple stuff and I bought the Apple USB connector and lost it and I was like you know what I'm never paying that money again so I just got a really cheap one out of Amazon and it does the, it does the same thing so but it's just so annoying like just be universal like just just um anyway but before we kind of say anything I want to like talk about what you've been doing the past week yeah because like you had a wee announcement of Facebook let's be honest it it, it, it was an announcement do you think it was of, an of, an, of an event that you were doing? Yeah, of course it was. Like it's a big event, big people that were there. So I was, I was kind of, I was hosting an interview for the launch of the Four Corners Festival mm-hmm. in Belfast, and it was the most terrifying thing I have ever done. <laughs> but it was really good. I think it went well, and I'm doing it again in February. But this time you have to get tickets for it, so it's going to be right. even bigger. Um, I was interviewing Declan Lawn, who is the creator of the BBC Blue Light series. And yeah, it was very, very nerve wracking. Were you, you know, like how much notice did you have of this, by the way? Like how much preparation did you get to do? You want to know something? So I knew I was doing this for about a month, but the way I knew that I had to do something in December and something in February. Mm-hmm. But the way they worded it to me, I thought I only had to interview them in February, right. not like last week. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they he rang me on the day and was like, oh, just like going through the, the launch of the festival and like what we'll be doing. And then he was like, oh, and then it's over to you to interview Declan. And I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I had no questions ready or anything like that. And I was working until four o'clock. And then I had to go straight up to Belfast. So, I mean, questions were made in about half an hour to an hour. And for a show that is like like blue lights for it it to be so big, like, I don't even know where you would start. I ended up with, like, I think it was 10 or 11 questions. And I think the reason I was so nervous about it was because Declan used to be a BBC journalist. And I was like, if my questions are bad, then he is going to seriously judge me. But he said that they were good. And I just, I know that I need to do a lot more work for February, but I know what I'm going to ask. Like I know some that I'm going to ask, so I'm, I'm excited for it. It was a, it was a weird one. To be fair, he said that he wasn't even sure if he was going to be there because they had literally just finished filming about an hour before. Mm-hmm. So he was there. Um, I'm interviewing Adam as well, who's the other creator of it. So I'll be, I'll be doing both of them, doing both their interviews in February. Are you a big fan of the show? I had literally just finished it. Oh, right, okay. That helps then. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought it was really good and I'm excited for for season two. I think it's going to be really good. Because I was a massive Line of Duty fan when it was out. And simply just because, like, same Belfast in it. 
Yeah. But I think Blue Lights definitely overtook. In fact, I even have a wee coaster of Line of Duty. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I was a big fan. I but that, Blue Lights have definitely... I mean, I know Blue Lights is, is, is... I hope it just keeps going. They did say... Declan said they have loads... No, don't, don't read this for me. Oh, so no, you're no, going to say something this last series or something? No, no, no. Um, he, he said that they do have loads and loads of ideas. It's just if BBC want them to continue because he's happy enough to, to keep going with it. So they have to. There's some insider information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, surely they have to. Like, it's so popular. Well, it's good to hear that it went well. Thank you. I've got a few little questions of uh, things I'm not convinced about, right? So okay. on the run-up run to Christmas, when do you put your Christmas tree up? Well, I appeared home the other day and it was up. For me, I'd say probably like the 5th to the 10th of December. Would you not be really annoyed or were you not annoyed that you weren't part of the process? I would feel left out. A little bit because I usually always am the one to like help decorate it. But no, I came home and my mum had had it up and my niece had helped. And I was was like, oh, okay. What about the people who put it up in like November? No, far too early. No. No, not for me. It's just like, it's just too early. So usually mine's like the first weekend, but it was the last weekend in November that is I there, put it up. Is I, there a reason? No, I was just bored. <laughs> I've just typed in when do you put the Christmas tree up? And they say at least the third Sunday of the advent. What what does that mean? When is that? Um at the beginning of Advent. It's really bad that I don't know when Advent starts. Well first. First of December. Is that like an advent the, calendar? See when did the twelve days of Christmas start? Is that the first? I think so. Or is it 12 days before Christmas? It's something that I've actually never known. And I've always been too, I've always felt like it's an idiot question. Like if I ask that, people are going to be like. I don't know. I, can, I cannot answer that. But you're saying about Christmas trees. What about Christmas jumpers? When's the right time to start wearing a Christmas jumper? Christmas day and no other occasion. No other day. Yeah. See people who walk about and you see, okay, fair enough if you're on a Christmas party. That's fair. Uh-huh. See, see people who just go to the shop in the Christmas jumper. I have to wear a Christmas jumper tomorrow and it just feels too early. Mm-hmm. And this one lights up. Oh, did you go for one of those? My Sorry. dad bought it for me. But it, yeah. it's not it's not one of the ones where it has lights and you can turn it off. It's motion censored. So no matter oh, what nice. I'm doing, even if I'm breathing, it's mm-hmm. it's just going to... It's just going to constantly be on. Do you should get you should get the wee shoes to match? You know, the light up shoes when you walk? Well, yeah. That would be. No, that would, I, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. I do have it here. Let's see. Okay. I think it's on you the... You well do the big reveal. Has anyone seen this before or is, or is this the first time you're revealing this to the public? No, no one's seen it before. Oh, okay. This is a big moment then. Let me see if I can get it. We'll wait. We'll just talk among ourselves. <sighs> According to John Lewis, the first weekend of December is set to be the most popular for putting the tree up. Yeah, it just seems like not the right time, but the most normal time. It's Oh, that's very that's bold. And it's snow. I can see it all lighting up because yeah. yeah. That's actually that's not too bad. I was expecting something really, you know, cringy, but that's that's nice. It is nice, but motion censored, I just I yeah, I don't get the motion censored. I know. Well there's but surely if you if you're out all night it's just gonna be going off all night. Yeah, more or less. Because I have, I was, go- I have to wear Christmas jumpers in work, and I'm constantly moving about. So I'm just going to be, I might be on fire by the end of my shift. That's you know what? It literally came into my head. That's what I'd be worried about. That's where my mind would go. What if the batteries catch fire? How does it not? How do they not catch fire? Mm-hmm. 
Because you know another thing I've seen uh, on TikTok shop, people are selling these padded coats with the wee battery packet, the like wee button. Who's yes. seen that? Those freak me out. I'd like, what if it just catches fire? Yeah. You'd be it's, warm. You'd be toasty indeed. But no, I'd be. I would be afraid of that. I'll never. I'll never get one of those. It's. It's such a good idea. It doesn't sit right. I don't think I would be out in the cold for that long to need it. See, I'm always cold anyway. Right. So I would really benefit from that, but no. I don't really want to put myself in danger. So. Like, imagine you fell asleep in it or something and then it was all in all night. I've done that with my electric blanket before and it is it is far too warm. You it's literally feel like you're on fire. Like again, what if the same thing happens and you're trapped? Yeah. Well, I mean... It scares me a lot. I just yeah. I, I just overthink everything. What's a cat- catastrophize? Is that the word? Yeah. Is that what you do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Catastrophize everything? Catastro- catastrophize, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, oh, hang on. Yeah, so there was this... Th- Weird Christmas traditions, right? So I was actually going to ask you a question about Christmas as well. So now's the perfect time to do it. Okay, right. You you ask your question and, I, and I'll get these uh, traditions ready. Uh, what is your opinion on mince pies? That's a tough one. Um, I always like it, like the first few bites. But okay. I, can never, I can never finish one. Do you know what I mean? It just gets too sickening. I thought you would have hated mince pies. No, I know, I know. I, I thought I would have too. Because anything else, I'd, yeah. Yeah, you no, really it, don't like It's more the idea. Like, if I don't think about it and just eat it, I'm okay. Usually, maybe custard. Oh, I don't like custard. You don't like at all? No, I really don't like custard. But how do you eat any cake? Uh, I put it in my mouth. <laughs> no, but what if it's too dry? Like, what, what about, uh, what do you call those wee cakes? Um, Madeira? Ah, uh, Madeira cakes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Surely you don't just eat that dry. I never have Madeira cake. Fair enough. What about if you're eating... I like custard with muffins. Custard and muffins. Yeah, yeah, see like a blueberry muffin, put it in the microwave and then put custard over it. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, you need... Well, obviously you don't like custard, so you can't try it. What about if you get like flavoured custard? Like chocolate or strawberry? No, still no. Why custard? I I, you're, I think you're the first person I've ever met who doesn't like custard. Seriously? And is this someone who eats sushi like and all that? It really freaks me out. Especially with donuts, like jam-filled donuts, custard-filled donuts, like those are cold. You're you're literally having cold custard. Like that's disgusting. It's it doesn't make it dry then. But donuts aren't dry. Of course they are. No, they're not. They're nice and have a nice texture and consistency. And I really want a donut now. Mm, I know, I know. But the mince pie, if I one on Christmas Day would be fine. But I, yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't be a 100% fan. I would go along with it. It's like Christmas cake as well. Do you like Christmas cake? No, I don't like I I don't actually think I've ever tried it. It's very like rich. I don't really like anything. I would look forward to a Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. <laughs> but like anything like I look forward to. Yeah. See, even like turkey, like it's okay. Do you know what I prefer? I prefer turkey in a sandwich the next day rather than the meal. You know what I've been having for lunch recently? I've had this every day since they started doing it, but a ciabatta with Mm -hmm. turkey, ham, brie, and cranberry sauce. And it is the best thing ever. Why why are you... The brie ruins it for me. Oh, come on. No. Yeah. What's wrong with... Where does that come in with a Christmas dinner? Why do you need that and cranberry sauce? Are they both not just doing the same thing? Well, no, because they taste different. Oh, I know they taste different, but are they not just like... Is the cranberry sauce not there just to lubricate the, the turkey? Um, 
I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Just like, does not make it. Connoisseur. <laughs> just to not make it like so dry. Again, going back to that. Okay, man. I, I can, well, I can't diss it. I haven't tried it, so. It's it's so good. I am obsessed with cranberry sauce. That's what I look forward yeah. to on Christmas. Yeah. That is. Oh, I can't wait for my Christmas okay. dinner now. A, a bowl of cranberry sauce would be. Just, yep. uh, and just a spoon. Honestly, I have done that before and I have no shame. Well, no as, shame. as someone who eats the stuff that you eat, then you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, speaking of Christmas dinner, right? What about the Japanese for their tradition? Do you know that? What what they have for dinner? I think I remember reading this years ago, but I can't remember now. KFC. Oh, yes. Like, what is that about? That's uh no. I don't even like KFC as it is. Never mind. Not? No, I don't like KFC. I get what you mean. Like, it it doesn't get me going enough to eat it for Christmas dinner or like no that's... it hasn't turned up Christmas day and the oh, KFC isn't ready KFC <laughs> not for me not for me that's Um, just... in Austria a part of the whole thing is that you have to face your Christmas demon okay um, what does that mean St. Nicholas has an evil counterpart in Austria called Krampus he's the bad cop he likes to punish bad children before Christmas that's not very festive. Men dressed in devil costumes roam the streets, carrying chains and a basket for for abducting especially bad children. Now, I don't know if they go around actually just stealing children, but I think the idea of it. Imagine waking up on Christmas Day and your child's just gone. Just gone. That's probably one of the weirdest Christmas sure. traditions I've ever heard of. Is there any weird things that you do at Christmas that you hate to do, but you do anyway? Like, do you, do you like... Or I, I was going to say, do you like your family? But do you like the whole sit down and every member of your family is at the table? Because me personally, I'm not a huge fan. I like it. Okay. Maybe I was a little bit unfair. I like I like the dinner and like everyone sitting together. The bit I don't like is the games you have to play after. I don't really do games, to be honest. Forced, just forced fun is what I don't like. Yeah, I kind of do get that. See, we always have uh we always have like a family day afterwards is where we play games. Um but no, I enjoy that so much. It annoys me whenever other people don't want to play the games. Because I'm like, come on, it's Christmas. So that's me then. Yeah. Corner. Scrooge. Yeah. It's just being forced to do not things me. at Christmas. Yeah, it's just not for me. Not saying that I'm Scrooge, I'm gonna sit by myself on Christmas Day, but I just just take it's it easy. Bit... Like there's there's already enough going on on Christmas Day, rather than having to play games. To be completely honest, my mum and dad usually always work Christmas Day, anyway. So That's I don't ever really get a normal Christmas Day. That is a good idea. Like just split the day up. What? Just split the day. Like like have maybe Christmas morning, go out, work, do things, come back, and then be together no, for the no. evening. That no. would be my yeah yeah no that's nice because you still get in bed you know family time but you're not spending 12 hours in the house you really must be a scrooge not, but i'm that's what i mean i'm not a scrooge i just i just, I just like my space yeah do you, do you have a wee bit of a social anxiety not as far as that's, that but but that's actually a good question because you do you do events and stuff as well do you ever go up to someone I, and be like oh i can't do this you I know what it maybe do you know what it maybe is it's maybe just being around people for that for for a lot of the time, mm-hmm. because see if I'm doing like 
a Christmas party or even like weddings, the people yeah. that you meet, like it would make you hate every person that you come across. See the people you meet at those kind of things. And I suppose like if anyone's been to a wedding, you all know that one person who's going to get blocked and just start oh, yeah. being a pain. Like, yeah. But then I'm the person who is getting the full wrath of that pain or, or like just asking for songs and just being a, you know. So maybe that's given me a little bit of social anxiety. That's that's actually, that's good to know. Because then there's nothing better than when you do an event like that than the lights going on and you're packing up. That's that's a relief. Like, Thank goodness that's over. No, honestly, that's a relief. Don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy like seeing people on dance floor and stuff like that. But just but when you get to finish and you reflect on what's happened, that's my favorite yeah. moment. I mean, I've only, I've only ever sang at one wedding before, but mm-hmm. for me, it was. Can I get this over and done with so I can stop stressing out whether I'm going to mess up or not? Yeah, people don't realize like the amount of stress when you do a wedding. That's that's someone's big day. Yeah, and they trust you to be there. It's so mm-hmm. nerve wracking. And the thing is, in my head, like because it's all videoed and because it's like it's like if nothing can be out of place, it it has to be the way it is. You know what? I wasn't even thinking about the video, and now I am thinking about the video. Like if I'm playing like a first dance or something, and like what if something goes wrong here? Like that that's their, that is their moment. And you're the one that's messed up. I know. And you can't, if it's a first dance, you can't exactly be like, whoa, 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 I did yeah. that wrong. Like, can we go back to the yeah. start? Like yeah. that's that ruined for them. You just have to keep going. There's a photographer on TikTok and I, I think he makes these videos on purpose, but he was making videos about doing weddings and it like flip, he's like filming a first dance and then it flips to his camera screen and then it says recording failed after the first dance. And he just, he creates all these like moments of like everything that could go wrong. So like, you, you should, wrong. yeah, so you should hire him because other, other people will be like that. They'll not be as professional as that. Yeah. But it's just wee things like that. It's just like, how do you get those moments back? That's so sad. Doesn't it? Answer your question. Yeah, I probably do have social anxiety. <laughs> From that conversation, yes, we gathered that. Yeah. Have you got a bit of paper to hand? I do. Are you convinced that you can only fold a piece of paper, like no matter what the size is, you can only fold it in half seven times. No, it has to, you know. And because I was watching some videos of this as well, um, and this guy had this massive sheet of paper. And even though it was massive, it was like a, it was like two bed quilts together. He could only fold that seven times. And apparently that's true for like any size, A4, A3, any size at all. You can only fold it in half seven times. I guess we're about to find out. I'm trying so, to figure out a way around this. I'm going to have to rip a bit of uh, paper out. Okay. Because I kind of thought, well, if the paper was smaller, if you're doing it in half, it's going to get even smaller than it would if you started off with a larger one. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's not true. Apparently it's just seven is the number. That was really slick there, by the way. <laughs> no one noticed. I'll do mine here as well. This is brilliant for the audio podcast, by the way. If you're listening to us folding bits of paper, it's classic. Yeah, um, how many did I do there? Two. One, two, three. See, even a three, it starts to get thick. Yeah, it does. Three. Three. Four. Oh, no. I'm, I'm in four. Hmm. Struggling with five. Four. Five. I'm, I'm just on five. How would you even get to seven? Yeah, six is tough. I'm on six as well. I don't think I can do seven. 
That's a hang on. Nearly. I can just I can just do seven like by like. Yeah. It's so strong once you get to six. That's that's roughly seven, but it won't that's fold. It, seven. it won't fold in half. But you can never get an eight out of it. Seven's all I can do. Seven. Seven's all I can do. That's really now, crazy. I wish I had a bigger oh, piece of paper yeah. that I could like test this with. Are you going for eight? Yes. There's <laughs> not a mission. It'll work. No, you can't. You can't. I'm at seven and it's like it's like holding a rock. You're not holding eight. This is so difficult. It's like concrete when it gets to that level. I am like pushing this. That's really You're not on the eight, are you? No, I'm not. I'm nearly like I've got seven. I'm trying eight. I feel like if you keep pushing it, then it'll work. See, I just think all my folds have went out of line. Like mine isn't perfect folds, but all I want is like a massive, you know, like a, like a, like a bus shelter size bit of paper and try and fold that seven times. You're, you've nearly got an eight to be fair. Nearly, nearly, but not quite. I'd say you could get eight. Maybe yeah. by I'd that fold, you maybe could, but by mine, you couldn't. I think you have to be like a neater folder. I think, yeah, you have to be really precise with it. Wonder what the Guinness World Record is for folded. That's, that, that's, that's good to be fair. That's. I can't, I can't do any more than that, but that's eight. I wonder, is there even a Guinness World Record? Is, but there's a... No way. What? There is... Let me say, let me guess. It's like 20 times, is it? Yeah, okay, no, you, you guess. No, it's not 20. 11. Close. 12 times. Oh, 12. Doesn't say what size the paper was, though. There's no way you get, you get 12. A child did that in high school. That does not surprise me in the slightest. See, for Guinness World Records now, I don't think there's one that I could break now. There's there's a record for everything. Did you ever think Name me something. One. Yeah. By the way, my Christmas tradition, well, I don't know if it's my Christmas tradition, but my dad buys me a Guinness Book of Records every single year. That used to be my tradition with my brother. Really? Every single year, yeah. On the shelves behind me, I can't... But see, like the bottom shelf... The yes. bottom shelf is full. The shelves are almost, almost, you know, having a Guinness World Record of themselves because, see the weight of a Guinness World Record book. So heavy. Did you ever look at those Ripley's Believe It or Not ones? No. I've they been were, to the place, but I haven't seen the books. They were, uh, they were a bit crazy because I switched, I switched from giving my brother Guinness World, Guinness World Book of Records to the Ripley's ones because they were just really, really strange. That, I remember going to that place and I walked through the door and I was standing on the ceiling. You I was standing. standing so ceiling. when you when you walk into the room, you're standing on the ceiling and the table and chairs were glued to the roof, which made it look like the floor. Right. Okay. And everything in the room was then upside down and glued. You know, like 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 a Granny Annie's. You're walking on the ceiling. It's it was trippy. Like I couldn't wait to get out of it. Where is it? That was in London, that one. There's one in London? Hmm. Why now, whether it's they... still there or not. Whether it's still there or not, is it? And they, then they have that tunnel that spins. You walk through the tunnel. And... Oh, I love those things. Oh, my goodness. I love them. Can't do that at all. It really? just It's amazing how much it messes with your with your mind and your brain. It's you just really... can't. No, I love them. Have you seen the guy? Is it, I feel like it's like Egypt or somewhere like that. 
and he, he kept his arm up in the air for so long that he lost control of his arm. Yes, I did see that. And, and like people come to worship him and all. Yes, I did see that. Let me get a picture of this guy up. He can't put his arm down now or something. Yeah, he can't put his arm down. And, and, yeah. his, and his fingernails, it went all like weird. Uh, this is the kind of record that I... Because see what I mean? You think you can break a record and then you see this. Man has held his hand raised for more than 45 years. But look at the way his arm is... Like, like imagine that joint. Imagine imagine the pain. No, I know. I can't. I have such a phobia of just joints. Mm, tell me about it. Freaks me out. And in, in order to truly serve his religious beliefs, he came up with the idea because he decided to abandon everything in order to dedicate his entire life to Shiva. Shiva, insane. Fair play. That's yeah. all I have to say. Just fair play. If someone can do something like that, because I couldn't. Tell you what, I don't have to do dishes anymore. Ah, that's true. Or else you're just doing them with one arm. With one arm. You see, that's where it gets you. You think I'm being smart and I want to do anything. But now you have to do it one arm. Yep, exactly. Are you convinced? Now, I was told this in school, and I've believed it ever since. Okay. That the, that the floor of a plane is made out of uh, toilet roll tubes. Well, the, the like the idea of a toilet roll tube, but cut in half, and just loads of them, and then a platform put on top. Now, again, I was told this in school, so I have no idea this is real, but I've believed it ever since. I haven't bothered to check if it's true. Just, it doesn't sound right. Surely you'd just fall through it, even if but, there is. No, no, but, see, but think of how strong that is. Like loads of toilet roll tubes. You could definitely stand on top of a toilet roll tube if there's loads of them. Say if you had like a hundred and they're all taped together. I'd now, say that would be, yeah, that would be pretty sturdy, but I don't know. It just doesn't. Because I'm, I'm not even sure. Like this is honestly something I have believed my entire life since I've been told this in school. I would be, be really funny if you were being lied to. Is the floor of a plane made out of toilet roll tubes? Someone has asked this question before. But it's not. It's probably the person that told you in primary school. Look at what the Google search is showing me. It's showing me aeroplanes made out of toilet roll tubes. No, it's not coming up. Uh, I don't think it's real. I'm not convinced. And I'm convinced that it was a teacher that told me this. That's that. That is quite embarrassing because I have I have believed that ever since. Typically, commercial aircraft flooring is about one centimeter thick, one centimeter thick, <laughs> and is made out of glass or carbon fiber reinforced epoxy skins with Nomex honeycomb core. Sounds nice. Uh, no, okay, it's not toilet roll. It's glass or carbon fiber reinforced skins. There you go. But that that's part. Of the reason why I, I like I question aeroplanes. No, it's just like the idea of being in a metal tube and being in the air, like and having that in my back of my mind, like it's just cardboard that you're standing on. Well, at least now you know it's not cardboard. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You're yeah. safe in a big propeller plane. I can't go anyway, because my leg. So that's that. I don't, I, I don't understand that though because they, they were saying that they couldn't give you the ones at the front in case people needed to get by you. So give mm -hmm. you the window seat so then no one has to get by you. No, the only one that had the leg room was the ones at that door, you know, at the front door. Okay. And then 
the ones at the emergency door. Right. So I would be in the way of both of those. But then, like, but then I'm wondering, like, but people in wheelchairs are able to get on planes. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that you didn't get to Manchester. I know. What well, were you going for? For the crack or what? Or no, no. A first, the Christmas market was one. Okay. That was meant to be. To, it was meant to be today. Today I was going to be there. Um, Chris and Rosie Ramsey at the Manchester Arena. They have a podcast. Um, Shag Married Annoyed and Panto. I didn't take you for a panto man. I, I only think I, well, because I was brought as a child. But mm. then I think because musically, I, I'm just a bit of a nerd when it comes to. Yeah, okay. Bands I get that. For that kind of thing. I get that. I was, oh. I was actually traumatized by one because it was like 3DFX and everyone had to wear glasses. Then all, oh, like, yeah, all these like insects came out from the stage <laughs> and into your. And, and do, you know, do you know what the other thing is? Just before, before we end this, um, went to Disney in Paris last January this January just passed mm-hmm. and I went on the Ratatouille ride right and it's it's like a virtual ride where you, you, again you wear glasses do you wear glasses yeah you do wear glasses mm-hmm. but you are like going through this 4D world I'd be okay and you're like dropped into the kitchen and you're the rat and people are running, running after you and the chefs are like you know brushing you up and stuff yeah. I had my eyes closed during the entire thing because see again I don't know if it's like being claustrophobic or like but see just that motion of being 4D and being a wee rat in a kitchen just it just wasn't for me and see and see when you and see when you open your eyes and if you take your glasses off all you're just sitting in like a giant teacup and you're going around this like wee ride what age are you? 29 (laughs) and you had to close your eyes at a ratatouille ride I'm not afraid to admit that that is the best thing I've it's ever heard. It's the 4D. It's, it's the motion. It's it's motion sickness. I felt sick to the first. It's it, 4D. Do you know what it was? It was the first moment you sit in the wee cart and you're oh, tipped. No, this, this, no, but this wee cart tips and you're tipped down the way. And the way they've made it look is that you have jumped into the kitchen. So you're falling into the kitchen, which you believe is real because you've got the glasses on and you've got the motion going behind you. And then you're like going up and down, and there's fire and there's like things squirted at you and all. That is, that's the perfect story to end this podcast with. Mm. That was, that was unbelievable. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and get a clip of it and post it on our Instagram and TikTok. That's just to make it clear. So please subscribe for that on Instagram and and TikTok. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, yep. At Are We Convinced on both of those, Instagram and TikTok. If you can hit subscribe on your podcast provider as well, that'll be really helpful. That extra mile. Until next time. Until next Monday. Mm-hmm.